Hey, welcome to FQ, where we talk about faith, family, and friends. I'm Jacob. And I'm George. And welcome to this week's podcast. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast. Uh, It is Wednesday, November 24th, 2021, the day before Thanksgiving, George. Thanksgiving is normally my favorite holiday. Is it not going to be? This I don't year? know. I don't know. Like, well, the past couple of years, it's just been different, you know. While living with because, ten teenage girls. Yeah, and like growing up, that was probably the holiday that we had that had the least strife because we had it at you know my mom declared that that was her day, so we didn't go to grandparents on either side. We had, if anything, we had people over. Yeah. It was always a good time and relaxed. And I kind of kept it that way. Yeah. And, you know, now as my sons are adults uh, and they have their own political views and uh, how they were raised horribly kind of views and really. We have a train going. One son you... Doesn't know how to keep his mouth shut. <laughs> Things are a little different. Yeah. Things are a little different. You uh, know, you, you can raise up a child in the way he should go. And when he's old, he will not depart from it. You know, that's the word, what the word says. Yeah. And that's my hope. And you can raise them in that way. It doesn't mean that they're always going to be even following the Lord. Yeah. You know, and at, and I, at some point I can't take any blame for it. You know, yeah. just like when I was a reckless teenager, my parents couldn't, you know, at some point they can't take any blame for it. Yeah. You know, do we do things wrong? Yes. We're human. But at some point you got to get past your crap and grow up and really, you know, if you're going to follow the Lord, you're going to follow the Lord. If you're not, then good luck. Yeah. You know, it, it's tough, man. <laughs> I mean, raising kids is tough in itself. I feel like I was telling Jill this earlier or earlier today. And I was like, uh, I was like, there's times where I'm like, I just want to tell people don't have kids. <laughs> Cause I'm like, <laughs> like there's, there's just so much. I was like, just I, to be yeah, honest, I'm the opposite. I'm just like, yeah, you should have kids because, you know, misery loves company. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like either that or have a whole football team. I don't know. But uh, this week we have an awesome guest. He's called the harder preacher on TikTok. Our friend Gary. How are you doing, Gary? To bring you into I'm the doing conversation. Well. I'm glad to be here. Uh, you got kids, Gary? <laughs> they're it's a very similar situation to what you were just talking about. Uh, uh, when I married my wife almost 24 years ago, she already had three kids. We've had no kids. Uh, so that was enough. I have one who's living in the, uh, Roseland area of Chicago. Uh, not living for the Lord, which, goes back to what you were just saying. Uh, I have a, a daughter who lives in Maryville, Indiana, and I have a daughter who's in the Army and well, last we heard was Kentucky. Oh, so wow. we're empty okay. nesters. Wow. How does that feel? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my... Uh... It, it would feel better if they... Because the daughter's don't really want any contact with us. We haven't, I have grandkids I've never seen. Oh, wow. Wow, that sucks, man. Uh, well, I one lived with us for a short time, but as soon as she got out, haven't seen them since. So, but. What, what I appreciate about what you said, Gary, is that you call them your kids. Because a lot yeah. of times people don't, are like, oh, that's my adopted kids. And I appreciate that because it's even biblical and like if you bring yeah. a kid in and they're in your house and that's your kid they are your kid yep. <laughs> it yep. doesn't matter yep. if they're blood yep. they are now yours and so 
A lot of times parents I've had like, people try to talk me out of getting married to my wife because she had three kids already. Yeah. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, that happened to my uh that happened to my dad. People try to talk him out of marrying my mom because she had me and my sister. And uh my my dad never has never treated me as any different. You know, like even to the point where um, they were at like an adoption seminar or something like that. Someone from their church came and they said, you know, who has adopted kids? And he didn't, he didn't raise his hand. My mom was like, well, you do. He's like, what are you talking about? I don't have any adopted kids. <laughs> yep. And so, so how long, how long were you? Well, before we jump into that, let's back up a little bit. <laughs> All right, so what's 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 your story, Gary? Like, where did you grow up? Did you grow up with two parents? Were you born I into a Christian family? I did grow up with, with two parents. Uh, my mom uh, is still unsaved. Uh, my dad uh, was saved when uh, he passed away four years ago. It was the day before father's day wow uh he had had a heart attack and was in the hospital and uh one of the assistant pastors from roy moffett from ham from first baptist church in hamd indiana went to visit him with in the hospital uh gave him the plan of salvation and he got saved right there in the hospital that's awesome now now my mom that's a different story. I, I when I was younger in the faith, uh, me and uh, they had a the First Baptist had a soul winning group, and I was a part of that. And I'm like, hey, we're in Sauk Village. Let's go to my mom's house. Uh, that was probably one of the worst ideas I had because <laughs> she literally slammed the door in my face, and we don't talk anything uh as she calls it jesus stuff wow that's tough and so it's so so did you grow up so you grew up in that all through childhood middle school high school that kind of thing pretty much lutheran uh pretty much grew up lutheran uh went to uh saint paul lutheran school in riverdale illinois uh, went to just a regular public high school. Uh, uh, went, end up, uh, getting saved after I was in the army. Oh, when did you join the army? We're going to date you a uh, bit right now. <laughs> like August of 1985. Oh, wow. I wasn't even born. <laughs> <laughs> So I was 1985. How old was I? I was uh, 12. 12. <laughs> yeah. The, the tattoo I have is probably older than you too. Then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, so you went into the military. What what branch? Army? Is that what you said? I I was in the army. Uh, I was in uh, field artillery at that time. Oh, okay, cool. Were you in the reserve, or you joined like? Enlisted? No, I I was in the uh, active. I tried the reserves after I'd done my first two year little stint, uh, and I didn't like it, so I just went right back active and did the rest of my time active. That's awesome. Did you retire from the army? No, I was in from eighty five to ninety two. Uh, got out, worked various jobs uh got married in 98 and went back into the army in 2007 that's when they snagged me for iraq and got out in 2010 oh crazy so you just you just missed the the first uh i actually sent people over to the first one okay yeah, oh, wow. I remember I was in high school. I was a senior in high school. And, of course, there was talk about them reinstating the draft 
you know, um, any, any time there's any kind of war going on there, there's talk of that. And, you know, I had a bunch of hippie ish friends that were like, well, what are you going to do? I'm like, well, if I get called up, I'll go. Why would yeah. you do that? You know, it's a, you know, war for oil, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it's not about that. It's, this is my country and I'm yep. going to serve my country. Yep. You know, that's, that's just who I am. And, yep. Oh man, you're, you're a sellout or whatever, you know, I'm like, and thankfully that didn't happen and I didn't go, you know, I, I had friends that joined at the time and, um, I had thought about it. It's just not the path God had for me. Yeah. Yep. And so you got saved in the army. How had that happen? What, what happened there? Uh, if, if there an exact date, I have no idea. Um, but I remember we had a duty called uh, CQ duty called charge of quarters, where basically we had to stay up for like 24 hours and make sure the goofballs didn't burn the building down and <laughs> make sure none of the drunk people got in fights in the hallway and all that. Uh, uh, back in the, there was a show called the Eagle's Nest back then uh it was a that's where i had first heard of the term back masking where you know these songs if you play them backwards they supposedly say say things you know uh the guy my sergeant had actually said you know had uh now exact wording i don't know but basically uh he said something about the the he might have even talked about hell too, because uh, he's like, "Are you af- afraid of going to hell? Or are you afraid of uh, something?" And I'm, you know, I end up bringing up afraid of what the North Koreans, you know, because I'm like nineteen, twenty years old, you know, I'm invincible, you know, <laughs> young, young and dumb. I don't know any better, you know. Uh, but he gave the the, the plan of salvation. Uh, realized i was a sinner uh that uh god uh, jesus paid the price for sin when he died for us on the cross uh he was you know buried rose again three days later uh and then after after i got saved this is where for for me was the scariest part was he called the lieutenant of the unit because he's a christian too oh uh, and you know, I'm a buck private. I ain't got no rank yet. And I'm talking to a Lieutenant. You, you don't do that unless they talk to you first. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, he's, he said, tell him what just happened. Uh, I told him I, uh, just got saved. That guy if I'd have put the phone down and walked to the end of the hallway, I probably still could have heard him. He was, you know, <laughs> shouting hallelujah and just all, all kinds of stuff. And I, I had, you know, like we talked about earlier, I grew up in a Lutheran church. There was none of that shouting and getting excited stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and <Right>. so, <laughs> so how did your life kind of change from there? Did did it change or did it take time? What what happened? Uh, uh, well, when I got uh, when I got saved, then I got uh, out of the army in '92. Uh, met my wife in uh, we had our first date on Veterans Day of 1997. She was already saved. Uh, she was the one that got me going to. Uh, First Baptist Church of Hammond, Indiana. So she was, she was already nice. saved. And how old were her kids at this time? If you don't mind me asking. She, uh, let's see. Uh, my son is twenty six, and I came into the picture when he was like a year and a half, two years old. Oh wow. Okay. So really, you're the only. Father figure. Are you the only father you knew, or uh, right? Uh, I remember lots of times where the the kids would come home from visitation, and 
the girls would have on new clothes and he would have on the same old clothes that he had on that he left with. And I I really don't think he ever uh, got over it. Uh, I think that's why he's in the, the gay lifestyle now is because there's some unresolved issues there. Yeah. Have you, and then have you, and with, with that, you guys started dating and then going to church together and then you got married in 1998. And what, I guess, I guess I get, I get what you're talking about because I had people in my life, um, when me and my wife were just dating, she didn't have kids before and neither did I, but, um, we had like pastors saying like, Oh, I don't know if you guys are compatible and stuff like that. And I'm like, and I think I probably like made him mad. I was like, Hey, if she has girl parts and I have guy parts, we're compatible. That's kind of how that works. Just saying, um, <laughs> you, you don't, it's not like, I know what a, you're saying. <laughs> we were sitting in the balcony of, First Baptist, and her uh, Sunday school teacher saw us. Didn't know I didn't know that he had seen us. Uh, he is now pastoring in New Bern, North Carolina, where as soon as I find a place there, I'm going to be moving to. Uh, nice. North Carolina is nice. I like it. Yeah, it's beautiful. I, I I like it. I like it out that way. And so, place of Pepsi, mountains. Oh, that's why I like it. (laughs) The birthplace of what? A Pepsi. Pepsi. That's where Pepsi was from. Oh, okay. (laughs) No, and so you guys got married, and then how did how did life go from there for you? Like, how, how have you grown? And then how'd you become the harder preacher? Cause like, I have no clue where that even came from. Yeah. And I did a lot of emotional things when I was at uh, first Baptist, you know, surrendering to preach, surrendering to full-time Christian service, you know, but I think it was just, you know, I was just making like emotional decisions, not really, you know, heart decisions, you know? Yeah. Uh, but my wife, uh, when I was in the army, had uh, uh, endometriosis, and I started, uh, and that was probably the most scariest time in our 23 years, because we could have lost her if it would have went the wrong way. What is what um, is that for people that don't know what that is? Uh, it's the, the lining inside the, the uterus is almost basically almost like a shag rug and it causes a lot of problems. Oh, wow. Uh, and uh, I started getting not as serious as I needed to be for prayer because I'd just gotten back from Iraq and uh, I had just a little bit of the, the, the PTSD, but through pastoral counseling, that all uh, went away. Uh but it wasn't until I started getting uh, real serious about prayer. It was pretty much when I got on TikTok. Uh, there's a, a guy in Staten Island, New York. Uh, his name is Dominic. I think on TikTok his name is the Dirty Rooster. Uh, <laughs> there's a, it's a family thing. Uh, I don't know where that came from. but Because every time something would happen... Uh, I would say I'll, I'll praying for him, uh, but, and actually do it. And he's like, you know, we should call you the harder preacher. And it's stuck. I put it on my logo there and, and I, I'm not a preacher. I just pray for people. Uh, yeah, this is probably the most I talk ever. <laughs> <laughs> Other than when I was in the call center. Yeah. Well, like, like for us, I I feel the same way. If I'm gonna, like when you tag me, I'm like, if I say I prayed, I prayed. Like I'm not, 
I'm not the type to say, okay, because I'll forget. <laughs> like, okay, I will. Yep. It's like I did and I'll, I'll try to continue is usually what it is. Um, because you do forget, like if you're like, Oh yeah, I need to pray for that person. I'm like, nah, it only takes a little bit of time to pray for somebody. doesn't take that or I'll long. I'll do it right there in the comment. I'll literally type it out yeah. in the comment on their video. And, and you, you asked a question about numbers 22 and what it was it 22 something. And I, I kind of wanted to add, like, because I read it, just so you know. I'm like, you meant, I read, like, the first, the chapter before it, the chapter after it, to kind of figure out, like, what is, what, I, I was like, I've heard the story where. Uh, Balaam, oh, Numbers 22, yeah. Where Bal- uh, Balaam, Balaam. Balaam, yeah. Balaam, how he, he smacks the donkey and the donkey doesn't go and. All that. And then what was your question again? Do you remember? Yeah, I, I, I got the video right here. <laughs> uh, you know, because it says that, uh, you know, then uh, God came unto Balaam at night and said unto him, If the men shall come to call thee, rise up and go with them. Uh, but yet the word I shall say unto thee, thou shalt do. And then he rose up and went with the people who had come to him and then God got angry. And I, my question was, was Balaam supposed to go with the next group of people that the King would have sent? Is that why God got angry there? Cause it seems when I first read that, cause it was part of the, the daily uh, devotional. devotional thing on, uh, on that you version app. Yeah. Mm. And I, I kind of, it, so I read it and I was like, always no context. So read eight chat or eight verses at least behind and eight verses ahead. And, but I decided, you know what? I'm going to read chapter 21 through 23 just to really get a bigger picture. And anybody can correct me. I'm fine with it. Like, but what I got from it was like, it seemed like, and I think, I don't know if this is the right word. But, like, God already answered him the first time. Like, no. <laughs> like, you're not going. And then they come and harass Balaam, or Balaam again. And then he's like, well, God, do I should I go with them? And, like, God's like, I already, like, I, it's kind of like as a parent. I already gave you an answer. Like, why are you asking again? I said, no, you can't. You can't do that. And then it's like, yeah, go. Uh, well, go ahead. But you're still frustrated. <laughs> like, this is annoying. I told them no already, but they want to go see it, and it pisses me off. And so then they go, and I think that's why it was kind of like a warning. Like, did I, did I not say no? Like, and I think yeah. even for the it wasn't as much for Balaam. I don't think. I think it's more for like we all because those messengers were with him, right? And so I was like. Maybe it's for them. Like I already said no, and I was about to get. You're about to get. You're about to be dead, like because of what it was. And then further on, they go and build altars, and he goes, "All right, now yep. can you curse Jacob?" And God says no. And then he goes to the next one. Now can you curse Jacob? No. And then the third time, now can you curse Jacob? But I found it significant that it happened three times, just like he smacked the the donkey three times. I was like, yep. I wonder what the correlation is with that and, and how that fits. But I mean, he blessed, didn't he bless Israel every time? I was like, bless yep. Israel, bless Jacob. Every time. And that's why I'm like, I, I don't think, uh, Balak actually knew what he was doing because he's all, God already said no. And then I think at one point, doesn't God like say like, Oh, Israel's going to destroy you. Like you have now, you have now like turned the sword against you (laughs) because I already said no. And, and they had an opportunity to not probably die. But at this point it's like, you have made your choice. Just like people get frustrated with Noah's Ark. They're like, God killed everyone. Everyone had a hundred years to decide. 
Like, I mean, who else gets a hundred years to decide yep. purely like, Hey, you can, you can get on that boat. Like Noah invited everyone on that boat. Like, Hey, hey you can come. People made fun of him, said, you're stupid. You're an idiot. Yep. I mean, it probably got to him enough that he got drunk <laughs> and did all that stuff he did. <laughs> And so he was probably like, I'm so frustrated. I'm going to go get drunk. Um, but, but like in reality, I think it's kind of a, a cool part that you see that God could have let the donkey just walk by and he would have got killed by the angel of the Lord. Yep. No questions asked. And <laughs> Balaam would have been like, Oh gosh, I'm in heaven now. What the heck happened? <laughs> like that kind of thing. But um, I just find it – that's what I got. I don't know what you got, like, from that. You two. I don't know if you read it, George. Well, I, I'm, I'm looking at it now, and I know the story. And I from that, I got pretty much the same thing. You know, it wasn't just that, you know, he asked him to curse it. it he asked him to curse this guy because he hated him. Yeah. You know, and, it, it, like, it wasn't – out of anything other than hatred, he wanted God to curse him. And so he was like, no, God doesn't want me to. I'm not, I, I can't do, I can't speak a word that God doesn't give me to speak. And he's not, you know, he's not telling me to curse him. So, you know, it continues to go, go down that path. And the more that he, um, Balaam offers different things like, well, this, it's like he's trying to bribe God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, by the, the, the different sacrifices. So to me, it just shows like when God says something, if he gives you a no, then it's a no. And we can fast and pray <laughs> and, you know, do all these sacrifices. That doesn't mean that God's going to change his, his mind, basically just because you've done these things. Yeah. Now, has there been times in the Bible where God said, you know, well, um, you know, they, if they, if they turn for me, like with, uh, um, what's his name? I got swallowed with Jonah. that got swallowed by the, the whale. Yeah. You know, Jonah was like, God, I'm not going to tell these people that you're, you know, that they need to, to turn and repent to you because then you're just going to let them live. Then you're just going <laughs> to save them. And I hate these people. Yep. And God said, you know, and God in his mercy said, no, I don't hate these people. They, they may be your enemy, but they're, if they turn from their ways, they're not an enemy of mine. Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, surely I'm going to tell them the word. And they're going to turn their ways and then you're going to forgive them because that's just a, <laughs> a good God that you are, you know? And it, to me, it's kind of the, the similar story here. Yeah. So what, what was your thought on it? It seems that what I got out of it uh, was basically uh, the same thing. That, that you two just said, but also uh, how that bad decision that he made was so, you know, far, far reaching, you know, the doc, you know, I've, I don't know if that's the same thing as the doctrine of Balaam, but, you know, how many times has that been mentioned in other books of the Bible from a bad decision that this guy made? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And and I, I just feel like a lot of times, I mean, what's funny is people are like, well, the Old Testament's really not relevant <laughs> to now. But we're like, how many times have we messed up and God's done things with these guys? Moses, Noah, David... I mean, even some of the prophets like Jehu and Jonah and all them, and like yep. they've all done some things that you're like, well, that that 
that's more than I've ever done. <laughs> and you're like, that's a, that's a lot. <laughs> um, I don't think any of us here sent our friend ahead to die and married their wife. Uh, yeah. And we didn't see, we didn't see her bathing on a roof cause, uh, that would be, uh, indecent exposure in America. Yep. So, <laughs> so, but yeah, so sorry that I got us off topic. I just thought of that and I was like, I better, I wanted to answer it, but I was like, I don't know if I want to do a video or if I'm just going to talk to him on the podcast tonight and just let him know what I, what I got from it was that. And yeah, I mean, that's good stuff. And what's funny is I'm like, you encouraged me to go in numbers. Cause I don't go into numbers very often. So I was like, Hey, I'm going to go into numbers. And I was like, as soon as I start reading it, I was all, it's the donkey story. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> and, and like in my head, I'm like, did nobody question this? Like in my, like my mind, I'm like, nobody was like, do you think it's weird that I answered the donkey? Like if I was the other guys is like, did that donkey just talk? Like, did you hear nope. that? And then I'd be like, did he actually ask it a question though? That's what even throws me off further. Like smacks the donkey and the donkey's like, why have you hit me? And he's like, well, it's cause, and, and you're like, you're like, are you really having this conversation? Like if my dog talked to me tomorrow, I'd be like, that's a demon and walk back into the house and close the door. And I'm like, honey, get the shotgun. Where's the anointing oil? <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm like in my mind, I'm like, that story is, is wild. But like, you know how, um, I, I know we've all seen atheists, but somebody mentioned it recently is that there's a difference of a, like a real atheist in real life. Like someone who is that way like the conversations you have and how most of the time those guys don't bring up God at all. Like if they're an atheist, they really just don't say much about God or anything, but internet atheists like have the catalog of whatever atheists have said in the past. And you're like, internet atheists don't usually want, want answers. They have this catalog of let me choose this. I think this contradicts that. Um, and they have the same, like, ten questions that you go, okay. Like Dave Sita just said on that live the other day, you know, rah, yeah. rah, rah, sky daddy, yeah. <laughs> Jesus isn't real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, d- he did a rap, George. You missed it. He's like, yep. he's like, sky daddy, daddy, daddy. It was so funny because I was like, what in the world? But me and Dave talked about that, and I was like, you know what? You're right, because I met atheists in real life, and they're not aggressive about it like internet atheists. Like, internet atheists bring up God more than maybe even Christians sometimes, because they're like, God, 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 all these contexts, all, all this content, not contexts, content that they put out that you're like, I find that strange that if it was something that you didn't think existed, why are you trying to troll it? Like, I don't troll leprechauns. Like, I know they're not real. And I'm, you don't see me like, did you know leprechauns are fake because there's not short Irish people or something like that? I don't know. Like, some some dumb, bizarre thing to say about leprechauns. Like that line in uh, God's Not Dead, uh, when the student went to the teacher and he's like, you know, uh, something that is imaginary certainly upsets you an awful lot. Yeah. And that's that's what makes me laugh, because then they go to, um, what is it? Oh, I, I'm a critical thinker, and I'm like you don't think we think critically too? <laughs> like, that makes no sense. Like, just because I critically think doesn't mean that I critically lose God. Like, that doesn't, it doesn't correlate that way. And I have run into atheists out, you know, outside of the internet that are very outspoken. And it's a lot of the same things that, you know, uh, 
they say on the internet. It's just, it's that anonymity of the being behind the keyboard. Yeah. Yep. You know, you can say whatever and you're not really, you can just stop, stop the text at any time to where if you're talking to someone face to face, there's more realness to it. Yep. You know, just like it showed in in God's Not Dead. I mean, there have been uh, um, accounts of uh, professors that have done that that same thing. You know, um, it right. just yeah. I you know, I, I mean, we've watched, we've seen uh, debates and stuff that they've uh, between. Um, different Christians and, and they well-known atheists and like the Ken Ham debate with uh, Bill Nye. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is it, it just, those debates to me don't, there's no fruit, you know, it just goes around in circles and, and you got Christians going, yeah, he totally slammed him. And then you got the atheists going, yeah, he totally, yeah, he totally slammed, slammed him. him. <laughs> you know, like, but no, but nothing really got done. No, they still don't believe in God and you still do. But like, I guess their point is always trying to be like, well, maybe I'll help somebody critically think, but if you screw up that debate and look like a jerk, you ruined it. Or like you're cocky yeah. or conceited, you ruined it. Yep. Yep. Because I, yeah. I I know we've had a guest on our on this podcast who did a bit of debate, and he did a follow up video like apologizing because he let the guy get under his skin and he he was very like he wasn't rude, he just was very like sharp with what he did and like wasn't very like loving or peaceful in it. And I'm not saying like roll over because I think there's a time and a place to fight and it's just not yeah, in a debate. Like, uh, I, I don't know if you know, Caleb Perkins, uh, Gary, but, uh, um, the name sounds familiar, but he, he is on our podcast and, uh, me and him and Ray, which is, uh, one God, one King. Uh, we, uh, we do like a Bible study every Tuesday ish. And, um, we we were talking, me and Caleb, and he was talking about how he went on missions trips. And I think he told this on the podcast, George. You, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but uh, how they they preached the word to these people, told them about God, and then another tribe came into the area and started, like, raping their wives and kids, and they were just letting it happen. And then Caleb and their group came back through, and we're like, what the heck's going on here? And they're like, well, we're supposed to be peaceful and not fight or do anything. And he's like, well, there's, you still have, you still have a duty to protect your family. Like you're not just supposed to roll over and let people just do whatever they want to your family and all that. You, you have the duty as a man of the house to protect your family. And they're like, oh, okay. And they never got attacked again. Let's just say that. But, um, after I can't that. remember if you said that. I know we talked about it, so maybe it was on the podcast, but I can't remember if it was for sure or not. But I think, but I do remember talking about that. I think too often people forget your your family is your first ministry. Like there's God, and then your family. Well, your wife, then your kids, and then whatever else. Um, but like. Your family's that that next ministry that you're like I have to, I have to preach and talk to them and love on them and show them the love of the Father and all that kind of stuff. And like, I think too often people are like, well, Christians are just supposed to be like pansies, and I'm like, no. Like, I mean, most most of the Christian people I know own more guns and more <laughs> than maybe like. Uh, silverware in their house. I don't know. Uh, but like, it's one of those things where I feel like, um, I feel like courageous was a great movie of being like, you need to be a man. 
You need to be that man yep. for your father or for your kids. You need to be that father for even kids that aren't near your family. But if they're going to come to your house, they're going to see a good dad and see what that looks like. And, and you need to be there. And I mean, even the statistics are true about like kids that are without a father struggle uh, a whole heck of a lot more are the percentages are ridiculous for how high they they are for them going to jail or gain on drugs yep. or whatever. And so I don't even know how I got to that tangent, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're, you're, you're right on there with, with all that. Um, and it, like, like you said, our family really is our first ministry. And, you know, there's been, quite a few podcasts I was listening to some of them that I haven't been on and you know we did uh, you did one last week that I really wanted to do it you know I I love doing the podcast um and I you know I feel that we're definitely called to do this and I need to be with my family first yep you know um because that's that needs to be my that needs to be my first ministry and if that's not, if my family's not, then what good am I really doing with anything else? Yeah. Yep. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Have you yep. seen that guy? Makes sense. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that from? I know I've seen it. It's from TikTok. <laughs> He's like this cowboy guy. And like, they'll do something crazy on it. Like, well, they'll be like, oh, yeah, uh, that's my sister. And, like, they, like, just pinched their butt or something on the camera. And he'll be like, he'll be like, oh, that's his girlfriend. Makes sense. And then all of a sudden, no, that's my <laughs> sister. And he goes, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that's, like, one of my most amazing or, like, amusing videos I like to watch. I don't know. I, I I'm still learning. It's got to be the voice. <laughs> yeah, it is a make sense. <laughs> what? <laughs> <And then> what? <laughs> so, Gary, like, um, uh, how long have you been on TikTok? What are you doing on TikTok? And what? What are? You, what other things were you wanting to talk about on the podcast today? Like, is there any other testimonies? Your wife got healed. From that, or or had surgery? No, she she's still having. She's got fibromyalgia, and she's on the other side of the wall right now. Uh, she's in in the bed a lot. Uh, I've made a one of the. I made. A, I had a video. It went. It had twenty five thousand views. It was a video asking for prayer for her. Uh, oh wow. I've only been on TikTok says I've been on TikTok about two years. I don't think it's been that long. I think it's only been like a year, but I, I only do the prayer videos. I've tried doing a, I recently did a funny video just because I was trying to make uh, chief nitro laugh because his grandchild had just passed relatively recently and it was his birthday. Uh, but that's about it. I just do the prayer videos. Uh, people ask me marriage advice, uh, prayer advice. You know, that's 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 what I do. That's I, awesome, though. That that is very much so needed, though. Like because yeah. you, have, you have a lot of people debating, <laughs> and and like I told you, I'm like I'm not debating nobody. I just I don't I don't put out videos consistently at all in any sort of way. I don't know if you've noticed that it's like, goes like this and then drops off and then like this. Um, Whenever it hits me, I'll, I'll do a, I'll do a video. You know, if, uh, if something during the morning, uh, Bible study hits me, I'll do it, you know, or somebody will have a, have a problem. I'll do a video, uh, I was going to do one about the movie. Uh, I did one about The Chosen. Uh, If you haven't seen The Chosen, that is some 
I like uh, the chosen. Stuff. It's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's probably the, it's probably the best. That's probably the best Jesus that I've ever seen, to be honest. Like Yeah. I I was like, I think that's probably really accurate <laughs> in a lot that of That Jesus and the Jesus from uh uh, uh Passion of oh, the it's on Pure Flick. Uh or the Bible. The visitor. No. Oh, uh, oh Encounter? The, the Encounter. That's it. Yeah. 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 It's probably my two Flakes. favorite Jesuses. Yeah. Pure Flakes. Oh, yeah. Pure Flakes. If you yeah. ain't got Pure Flakes, that's awesome. Yeah. Pure Flakes. Like, I've watched all the Encounters, like the movies, and then they came out with the show. And then they actually have Sons. Is it Son of Thunder? Have you seen that? It's yeah, yeah, that one. was the big biker dude. Yeah, that one. I I like that one a lot. I'm like, if they don't make it a season two, I'd be real sad about it. What did you? What do you get? What did you? What platform did you get Pure Flix on? Because on my phone, I was trying to get it. Oh, it's on your phone. Uh, well, you can have it on your computer. You get it on Roku, Apple TV, yep. uh, oh, Fire you can get Stick. It on Roku? Yeah. Yep. Uh, I got it on Roku on mine. Uh, I make Lana and Lacey watch it all the time. Because <laughs> I'm like, there's nothing scary on there. Because I was trying to get it on the smart TV, but it didn't like it didn't have an app for it. Yeah, you can't get so, it on your smart TV unless it's already programmed in it, I guess. Yep. Okay. I just know the Roku worked because I have it on... Three Roku's, a Fire Stick, and an Apple TV. So all of them get get it. And I'm like, when the kids are like, I want to watch Netflix, I I closed it out and signed them out of all the Netflix in their rooms and stuff. And I'm like, nope, you get Pure Flix. That's all you get. And, I mean, they like it. Um, obviously, old school Christian movies are somewhat cheesy. But, like, The Encounter, if you've never seen that, George... Like yep. watch the movies well, I, first. I well, I'll have to check that oh, out. That one with Sting is great. Yeah. The very first original. Is is that the one movie. at the the diner? They're in it. Yeah, where the 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 guy, uh, I guess the main protagonist, I guess, is is Steve Borden's Sting. Yeah, it it's it's good. Like, um, I that one. That one was what what got me to look at all the other encounters was that video um, because the guy is is Jesus and he's like the waiter and he's like yeah he's like hey what can I get you and they're like I just want water it's like a couple that's fighting and he goes okay and he gives them water and she goes what is this water this water is the best water I've ever had and he goes yep it is and like everything he's getting them is like he's they're like what what can i get from the menu he goes you can have whatever you want and like he gets them their orders and they're like this is the way my grandma makes that meal and like he goes yep your grandma who is this age and like calls it out and like your grandma like, was a wonderful lady <laughs> he goes she was a wonderful woman of god she'd pray for you all the time and like it's just so good like I yep. was like, that was so well done. And I think it was uh, uh, A.R. White who who did it. David A.R. White who. David A.R. White. Who yeah. made who made the, the movies. Like, he created them. And I'm like, well, he, he made Son of Thunder and the Encounter shows. And if you've never yep. seen them, get Pure Flix for a month. Just check it out. Like. It's well worth the the money. It's better than anything else that you can get. Netflix, uh, anything, and like during Christmas time, they have really good Christmas movies too. Yep. So, I mean, I have every platform there is pretty much of that, but but still, I'm like, it's it's good stuff. Yeah, check it out. Then. I can even email you my login so you can check it out if you want. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it'd be worth it. <laughs> I mean, you could just listen to it while you drive too. <laughs> yeah. So, I gotta figure out how to to like get the 
things to just keep playing on my, you know, on my phone. Cause I can't like touch it while I'm driving. Yeah. It, you know, I usually like, I'll put it away, but I'll have it. I have it plugged in through the stereo so I can hear it. Yeah. But like when the podcast is over, that's it. It doesn't continue <laughs> to the next one. <laughs> it, I can't figure out how to make it go to the next one. I There's got to be a way. If it's not downloaded and you're in a dead zone, it won't play the next one. Oh, so that you, could be you it. You have to download them if you're doing it on like Spotify. And then if I would, if you decided to, I I would because I know my Spotify. I like to use it and like. You can download all the music you want to hear on Spotify, and then when you go to play it, you play it, and it'll play the whole time you're driving. It will not cut out because it it downloaded on like on the app on your phone. Even on the even on the even with the free one. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about the free one, but the it's like ten dollars. I only do the I only do the free stuff. You should do do like. If you, I have Amazon Music. Amazon Music will do that. Oh, well, it'll then, keep playing. And yeah. Because I have Amazon, I just do that. Um, but well, like with the podcasts, I um, it won't keep doing it. Spotify does. Yeah. But other ones don't. Weird. So, no. do you, so Gary, before we head off, is there anything else you'd like to say? Just love people. That's probably my, whenever I see people on these lives, you know, especially other Christians arguing with other Christians, I'm like, the the two things that Jesus wanted for us were to be one and to love one another. And how is it showing the love of God if, say, you know, you and me are arguing over movies on Pure Flix, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I hate the encounter. It's the worst. Well, I love it. <laughs> like, I, I think it. Sons of Thunder is way better than the encounter. <laughs> yeah. It is new. They are fantastic, all of them. So if you're listening and never seen it, please go download it. Check it out. It's probably free this month. Check it out. But um, I don't know if you've listened to our podcast, Gary, ever, but uh, what we always ask our guests to do is to pray us out of the podcast. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's what I do. (laughs) So if you wouldn't mind. All right. Uh, Father in heaven, thank you for bringing us all together today. Uh, Lord, thank you for paying the price for us and giving us a home in heaven. Uh, please bless you know every single listener that's listening to this. Uh, bless these two young men of God. Uh, please uh, bless their families. Bless everything that they touch. Uh, all of the listeners, please bless them. Uh, we love you and... Uh, In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.